A pair of junior skiers who last year took the world by storm are hoping to do the same uh, out of the junior section uh, this coming season. We'll be talking to the Jaramillo uh, pairing on this, the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all, and welcome to this edition of the TWBC Podcast. I am the aforementioned uh, Tony Lightfoot. And uh, joining, uh, joining me here with, uh, with this podcast episode, we've got uh, Frederico Jaramillo. Say hi to the good folks. Hello, hello. And uh, sitting, uh, sitting to the right of me is Louisa. How are you doing? Hi, Tony. I'm good. What about you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Well, as I said in the open, uh, you, you basically took the, the world of, of uh, tournament water skiing in the juniors uh, by storm by, uh, by uh, getting your world titles in the, in the slalom event. And, and now, and now you're, you're progressing out of uh, juniors and looking to, uh, to do some great things in the open event, starting with, uh, with, with Lake 38. Uh, how, how do you feel, feel your skiing has gone uh, going into this season, Frederica first? Uh, well, definitely getting ready was a bit harder than previous seasons, you know, with college and everything. But now that I'm back at home and training a lot, I'm... I'm feeling pretty good for the rest of the summer. How about you? How how do you feel your preparation has gone? Um, the same. Like we started skiing pretty early because we had Mumba, but still with college and studying and everything, we always put that first and then skiing because that's what we're in right now. But I'm happy to be back at Corey skiing a lot and having fun. Okay, we'll talk about Corey's in in just a moment. But uh, both of you have touched uh, touched upon uh, college uh, because uh, both of you uh, started uh, started your uh, your freshman year at Arizona State University over there in Tempe, Arizona. And I've been there myself. I haven't actually uh, enrolled in in ASU, but I, but I did visit it there in about two thousand and one. Absolutely beautiful campus, and I mean it is and the uh, the people there, faculty and everything are top rate. How has your experience been so far, Frederica? Uh, for me, it's been, it's been a very good time. I love it there. It's a very different uh, you know, vibe and just setting than being in Florida, but everything about it I just love. Like I love being there at school. I love the friends I've been able to make, and also skiing's not bad, so I like it. <laughs> Do you, do you share those uh, same sentiments, Louisa? Yes, it's been pretty fun. Definitely wanted to be in the West Coast for college since I've been here in like Florida a bunch of like high school. So I'm happy I chose the ASU and I'm happy I'm still able to ski out there. All right then. So where? So uh, and I'll direct this to Louisa first. Kind of switch it up a little bit here, Frederick. I hope you, hope you don't mind. But I mean, uh, what what it, what is the what is the setup out there in ASU? Because uh, I mean, they they've they've, they've uh, the team there has practiced at either Crystal Point or Firebird Lake or or maybe one or two one or two other places. Uh, uh, what's been the setup there currently for for you skiing out there in Arizona? Um, it's pretty nice. Our team has a lease out in Firebird, 
which is like the big like racetrack. It's pretty cool. Like they have like racing boats sometimes, mm-hmm. but there it's split up in two, and in half of it we have our course and we have our jump ramp, and then we go ski with the Abelsons or the Langs that sometimes they're there to help us out whenever like we need to get ready for like a big tournament or something, which is out in Crystal. And they've been pretty nice about that. They're pretty cool to be around, so that's fun. And you must have some fresh water on standby over at Firebird because it's um, it, it's mainly salt water, isn't it, uh, out there where you get to train on that lease, yeah? Yeah, it's very salty. You definitely don't want to open your eyes up under underwater, <laughs> but um, I mean, you, you get what you get and you don't get upset, so you kind of learn how to ski in wherever you're training and it just makes you a better skier overall, so no complaints. Yeah, I, I like that expression. You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> It kind of has a little bit of a rhyming feel to it. So, uh, let, let's, let's talk about a little bit about last season. I'll switch back to you, Frederico, because, I mean, bo- both of you ski to world titles uh, in, in, in the slalom event. And, I mean, you each of you won by a country mile. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there was plenty of distance between you and the opposition when it, when it truly came down to it. But... We're, with the, with those with those wins, I mean, how um, I mean, how did you how did you prepare for those championships? And I mean, what were your expectations uh, going there? Start with you first, Frederica. Um, well, really, every year's every season's a new a fresh start. Doesn't really matter what happened the year before. You just kind of reset, start from zero. So from January, like the whole time, I was like knowing that world was gonna happen, and you know, with the whole pandemic and it getting delayed. It was just like a couple of years of just build up and like pressure and just everything focused towards that. So the training and the setup and the everything getting ready was just, it definitely built up at the end and being able to accomplish what I set myself out for was very satisfying, but it's a fresh start uh, this year. Yeah, because I mean, and, and last season, last couple of seasons, I mean, we we had that whole pandemic thing going on. You know, I mean, I mean, I know some of us here today are prepared to say, yeah, COVID just just put it put it behind us and ju- and just move forward. But I mean, I, I mean, with the World Championships being delayed as it was, you know, everyone tries to ski to a little bit of a peak at some portion of the season. Then you find out that the World Championships aren't going to happen on that particular year. And, you know, you have to wait another 12 months. Uh, I mean, how, how did that uh, factor into your preparation, Louisa? Um, for me, it was a little different. It came all the way back to Sesenia, the 2018 Worlds, because it was me and, like, Neely, I came out, like, top seed in the final. But Neely skied amazing, and she ended up winning. So it was a little hard, like, coming out second in that. And I think since there, I've been trying to prepare myself to be more prepared mentally. And coming into, like, COVID and everything, I was, like, ready. Although I'm very grateful, like... I was able to be more prepared, started working like more on my mental, like being strong because Fed, like he has incredible mind. He's super strong always. So I've always tried to like, I don't know, like fix that, like work on it. And I think I came into Worlds super strong. And of course, it's, it's hard skiing because you think you're ready, but you have to take it one pass at a time, one buoy at a time. And for me, it was more that, like staying calm through everything. So it was very good. 
All right then. So one one of the things that kind of strikes me a little bit, and I wa- and, and I watched this in uh, in last year's webcast of the Junior Worlds, uh, notwithstanding the fact that I was there as I was actually announcing for it, but uh, that's uh, that, that's for another time. But uh, between the two of you, I mean, your approach on the starting dock, whenever whenever it comes to to just before you go out onto water, I mean. It, it feels like a samba affair, you know, no way where you like in a in a carnival or something like that. I mean, I mean, I, I've I've seen a lot seen a lot of people on the dock side. They're grim faced. They're trying to stay focused on everything. But what's up with you two? I mean, I, I, I mean, you like you like throwing throwing a festival before you head out the water. What's up? What's up with that? Uh, well, for me, I mean, I personally like I just prepare myself mentally throughout the year. Like as I'm training, I. I make sure I prepare myself for the different situations that I can get myself in. Like sometimes it's never going to be perfect, right? So you just kind of got to be prepared. And if mentally you think, I mean, I prepare myself to just be comfortable with whatever situation is about to come around. So when I'm on the start talk, like I already went through through the outcomes that I think could happen and have gotten comfortable with them. So when it comes down to the day, I just try to relax, have fun and just do my best okay do you echo that uh, Louisa you know because I mean I, I, I mean I mean I saw Frederico last year you know like dancing around and that stuff but you you with you with your siblings as, as well I mean you've you've got a sister that uh, goes to UCLA and she's she's not a bad skier herself I mean you were dancing around on dock before you before you got to water yourself Yes, I like having my siblings around when I'm ready like to ski. I don't know, they give me like some comfort and it's always hum- fun like distracting myself from skiing. <laughs> but I love yeah, my two sisters and Fed always being there, Corey, all, everybody, my parents, just having them there know that they're watching me give me like some sense of like comfort. So it's nice to like get my mind off of skiing for a second before I go out. Okay, that's a definitely seems to be a sensible approach, uh, uh, you know. Upon reflection, now, now, now that now that you've skied in various world championships in the juniors, I mean, I think both. I mean, you said you were at the world championships in Sasenia. I think you skied in those world championships as well, and you've you've had the chance, the the blessing of being able to travel to these events. You've, you've, you must, you must have some stories about the about those adventures of the World Championships. Are there are there any that come to mind that you that, that you'd like to wit that you wish to share or that type of that type of stuff, Rodrigo? I know you're chomping at the bit to answer this one. Oh, well, I mean, I can't come up with a story off the top of my mind because I mean, the whole tournament after a tournament it just kind of becomes a blur of like having a good time. But I mean, I definitely remember Sesenia was very special um, and I remember like tying for first in the prelims and then having to go out second to last in the finals and I was just waiting on the dock after I skied and that moment of like just quiet like I, I remember I didn't hear anything I couldn't like I was just focused on the ski on the water and when when like the results came through and I came out on top it, it was just a very very good moment you know having all my friends everybody around me and then also the french team was just very respectful and it was just a top-notch competition for me the french team yeah i was i was tied for first with one of the french guys and he was last and i remember like being on the dock 
the, the coaches came down, they congratulated me, and it was just a very, a very nice experience for me. Well, that uh, that camaraderie certainly extends all the all the all the way uh, all the way to a tied position up there. So kudos to them. How about you, Louisa? Uh, what what kind of stands out in your mind? I mean, is, is are there any adventures or anything that kind of like that that you vividly remember from your time at skiing at uh, World Championship level in juniors? Um, for me, like my greatest m- memory was last year. I remember I was top seed off into the finals and I had to get two. But you know when you have to get two or one and you sometimes screw up? And I remember like turning like two ball then going to three ball and I just like started shaking and then four ball like it was super good but I couldn't like start like I was so happy and everything so I kind of just stopped and started celebrating and just coming into the dock like I don't know it was just like a relief like I was so happy at that moment. I think that's like one of my greatest like moments in skiing. All right, then as we as we focus on beyond your your, uh, your junior successes and get ready for uh, for an event such as Lake Thirty Eight. And uh, uh, actually, incidentally, what what uh, what events are you looking to ski in this year? Are you, are you hoping to travel to Europe, or are you going to keep yourself based uh, uh, on on this side of the world, Louisa? You want to hit, hit that one first? Um. I'm looking at doing starting out with Lake 38, but World Games is coming up, and I'm planning on doing those ones. And Europe, I don't know. I didn't really plan Europe, which I'm sad. I wish I could. Like, I wish I would have looked into it earlier, like planned everything, which I'm probably gonna do next year. That sounds like a lot of fun. But for now, I'm focusing on like Lake 38, World Games, and then hopefully a couple more tournaments after that. Okay, World Games, uh, does, uh, uh, does that sound uh, pretty good to you? Are you? Will you be skiing in those uh, World Games, uh, Frederica? Uh, yeah, I actually found out I was going to like, be able to ski in them uh, a few weeks ago. A uh, skier pulled out, I think, and then I was asked to, to go, so I guess I'm skiing in them now, but add it to the calendar, keep skiing, and really just... Uh, I, I do most all my tournaments with my sister, so pretty much our schedules kind of match. And it's just fun. I get to do it with with her. All right, then you seem to do a lot of things together. Go to college, <laughs> ski at ski events together, and uh, do all that, do all that kind of stuff, and and train together. Uh, tell us about your uh, your training environment over at uh, over at Corey's in uh, in Santa Rosa Beach. Start with you, Frederica. Um, it's very relaxed. I mean, I love it. It's you get to wake up. You have the lake in front of you. Uh, you you walk down a couple houses. All your friends are there. Uh, and it's a very I feel like it's a very healthy environment for competition and like competition training you get to be around your best friends but they're also your biggest competition and you're just pushing each other every day to be better and better and I couldn't imagine of a better place to go to so I mean having you have everything there you have the beach you have the lake and then you have your friends too so it's awesome all right how about you Louisa um I agree with Fred it's an awesome place to be I really like how I don't know like it's fun to train between each other when we have to when stuff is not going right I I have always thought that like everyone has a different perspective in skiing everybody that coaches you can give you something like maybe another person can't or that they haven't seen and that's something very special that Corey's has there's a lot of people that can watch you that can help you out so whenever you're skiing bad whenever you're skiing good everybody can make like a little difference in your skiing which I think is very cool 
All right, then. An- another another tournament that's come to my mind, and it's a tournament that TWBC will be uh, will be broadcasting live, will be from Santiago de Chile, which is the Pan American Championships, uh, which will take place around about Thanksgiving week. Uh, in, well, when, whenever you uh, connect it up with the with the American festive calendar, it's going to be around about Thanksgiving week. Uh, d- do you intend on skiing those championships, or do you think you'll be... Uh, too too deep into into schoolwork to prevent to permit you to ski in those. Yeah, we haven't really like looked into those. Our school, I don't know. It's a little hard to get out of classes and everything, and especially because that's exams. So we're still looking into going to the tournament. So we're not really sure. What about you? About the same thing? Yeah, just about. It just happens to land like right around where our finals should be. So um, school comes first always. So. Um, if we can, we'll try to make it down. But if not, uh, it's not the end of the world, and we'll be we'll be at the next ones maybe. Speaking of worlds, uh, we we don't even know where we're going to be next year. For, so far as the world championships are concerned, uh, out of out of all of the potential venues, all the potential countries that could potent, that could bid for it and host it. Uh, do do either of you two have any suggestions or or anything in your mind where where you'd want the next World Championships to go if you have the opportunity to ski in it, Frederica? Uh, I definitely love skiing in Spain. I mean, if it were to happen there, it, I wouldn't be very disappointed at all. It's I think it's a sick lake to ski at. Ski is very good. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Uh, but really, wherever it just happens to fall, uh, you make your way out there and you try your best. What about you? Do you do you have do you have any any anything anything else to suggest aside from Sasania? Um, I don't know. I've never like. I feel like Europe has a lot of cool places. We can like host a pretty cool world at like San Gervasio. I know Greece has a couple lakes. Austria, that could be very fun. You know, like go out to Europe because since COVID, I don't know. Like many people haven't really got the chance to go out of the country, so it would be fun. All right then. So uh, before we round off this podcast, uh, I typically ask two questions. Uh, the first of which are what what are what are your goals going forward uh, for this season between now and between now and the end, uh, wherever wherever that will be. I mean, are are you looking for a particular score? Looking for the amount of titles? Winning a bit of money? You know, any any, any of those things? Uh, Louisa, hit hit that one first. Um, honestly, my goal this year is to try to be more consistent, keep, like run 38, hopefully a couple at 39, because I feel like that just, you have to build your way up as a skier throughout that, just go through all the phases. Um, I'm excited to do all my tournaments, to start, like, I feel like I'm in a better place, so I'm not, I don't know, I'm just excited to ski right now. And how about you? Are you as excited to ski? Are you, are you pumped? Are you pump, pumped, Frederica? Yeah, I, I definitely love skiing. Love skiing tournaments. Uh, for me, it's all about having fun, pretty much. And good. I feel like I ski my best when I'm when I'm having the most fun. So I'm definitely excited for the tournaments. I I, I want to run 39 a few times. Maybe get some good some good scores at 41. That's kind of the goal. And if it just happens to be at a good tournament and something gives out, I'd be very happy with it. But like Lou said, like you have to go through all the phases, you have to build up experience and just keep getting better every day. And that's that's the goal. And uh, getting to compete with the best in the world is 
is uh, an incredible experience because no, not only are you there to get, gain experience for yourself, but getting to watch everybody else and how they approach different things and looking at how just different skiers do different things, it just helps you grow. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, that sounds very good, and uh, certainly, uh, certainly wish you the very best of going forwards and uh, you know with your endeavours. But don't change too much on the dock; it's too much fun to miss. Uh, <laughs> whatever you do on the dock side. Anyway, uh, last question: who who do you want to who do you want to thank? Who do you want to give acknowledgments uh, to uh, for getting you to this uh, point, Louisa? You want to hit that one? Um, I want to thank, of course, my parents. My sisters, my brother, of course, they've been like a huge part on this. All my coaches, Corey, Adam, um, that's, they've been incredible with us. Drew, Andrew Bergman. <laughs> um, I don't know. And also, I really like to thank the Abelsons and the Langs. They've been a huge part of our like skiing career through our time in ASU. And I've learned a lot. It's been super cool looking at like collegiate skiing but at the same time being able to keep on like skiing the way like going to all these big tournaments and stuff so i would like to thank them too looks like she pretty much uh, listed <laughs> off every ev- everyone in the whole tournament t- tournament <laughs> world of skiing right there frederico <laughs> do, you, do you have anything to add there uh well she pretty much hit all the points like uh, maybe i want to thank asu water ski too like so some of them have been incredibly helpful with help us help our transition to collegiate water skiing and like but keeping our level. What about your ski company? D three for sure. <laughs> and of course the water ski broadcasting company for doing these amazing things with water skiing. Why we certainly thank you uh, for that, and uh, that has been Luisa and Federico Jaramillo. This has been the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. Until next time, it is ciao. For now, WBC Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.